sponsored by Coro. They're on a mission to rethink the food market. They want to shorten supply chains and support a direct and fair trade regarding the origin, pricing, and quality. So what makes Coro special in comparison to others? Their bulk packagings allow them to offer customers high quality products at a really fair price. They really care about sustainability. Their bulk packs save on packaging material compared to the small single packs. And they also avoid sulfur, refined sugars, preservatives, colors, and other additives. Their quality management team carefully and regularly reviews the quality of their products. If you want to try Coro, you can use code FORKINGCORO at checkout for a 5% discount. Which makes a really big difference because you are bulk buying so many different products and I am obsessed with their white chocolate almond matcha nuts, obviously. (laughs) I obviously went for something savory and got a kilo of salt and pepper roasted crunchy chickpeas, which are incredible. They sound really good, but they do a ton of really amazing nut butters as well that are like sweetened with vanilla or dates, um, cinnamon. You can find so many different flavors of all your favorite nut butters. It's so funny because I ordered all savory stuff. So I got like soy sauce and curry paste. And of course, you ordered all of like the sweet things. Do you know what I did get though? that like you would never order, I feel, is Satan. Like I really enjoy it, but I feel like you would not. Like yeah, I feel like all me. the products I brought from the website, you didn't and then vice versa. <laughs> happy for you. Hope you really enjoy it. Um, <laughs> it's a no for me. I actually, one of the things that I really got is they sell um, fresh ginger juice. It's literally just fresh ginger with like a bit of lemon. Um, and I love ginger and I love a ginger mm. tea every night. And it's kind of like a little cheap because instead of just like chopping fresh ginger, I just put a little ginger juice in hot water and it's like, it really burns in the best kind of way. It's just like a flavor that I absolutely love. So, um, definitely check them out. We could talk about them for ages. Um, but yeah, use code for forking Coro for 5% off. Yeah. And let us know what products are your favorite. Hi guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Forking Wellness Podcast. Um, just Soph and I for our penultimate episode of the season. Um, I love that word, penultimate. I, I like that word as well. I just feel like it's a really fun word to say. Same, and I also, and it's because it means there's one more coming. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like we're not there yet, but we're coming yeah. close. Yeah, penultimate episode of the season. And we're talking about things that we like once thought were healthy. Um, which I feel like even since the time that we've been friends, like so much has changed. 100% because I feel like on like our lunch break in uni even, like we'd go to like these health cafes and just like, yeah. I can't even remember what we used to order, but yeah, I, I used to like love doing that. Like every lunch break, like finding somewhere new to eat and like exploring London. Um, yeah, that's so funny. All right, should we kick things off and just go go in for it? Yeah, yeah. All right, do you want to go first? I think one of the first things, I think like where we've all been in the place of like carbs are bad, fats are bad. Like I remember I was 14 and my best friend and I, um, we were on a diet 
and we used to love these like shortbread cookies that her my friend's dad used to get us and we always used to just have one each and then like when we decided we were on a diet we were like we're gonna share one now we have to only have half and I just remember thinking god I really wish we were allowed to have one that's so wild what was it about the cookie it was just like dessert and that meant like you couldn't have it yeah yeah, it was like a sweet treat kind of thing. And I, I do think as well, like I was brought up, I so remember my dad being like, you are not having an ice cream unless you eat all of your dinner. And I just like didn't want my dinner. And he was like, and he went ballistic at me. Like he was like, you are not having an ice cream. Like you don't deserve it because you haven't eaten your dinner. <laughs> like awful. And I, again, like I say this all the time, I'm not bashing my parents for the way like my relationship with food turned out. But yeah, that was all of like those little things that they wouldn't have thought would have a huge impact on my relationship with food just did yeah (laughs) so then do you think that like put ice cream on a pedestal or like put the cook like everything just had more significance than it should have 100% because when I would like binge as well if I'd been like restricting all week it would usually get to like a Saturday or Sunday and I'd be like I'm just gonna go out and buy like all my favorite foods and I would just like go crazy and it would always be like cookies ice cream chocolate cake and I actually don't even enjoy that stuff that much like I'm really not that big of a fan of like cake and ice cream I love chocolate so I do eat it a lot but like it was all stuff that I wouldn't I don't really enjoy that much anyway now that I've actually explored my relationship with food it was just because it was so forbidden that I wanted it yeah I mean that is literally what happens when you deprive yourself yeah um that's so interesting um yeah, obviously, like, used to always think that, like, I couldn't have coffee and cake, a coffee cake, coffee and cake, cakes and cookies. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. I'm very tired. I need coffee. Um, Yeah, like, cakes and cookies, like, all that stuff. I, I, yeah, I remember, did you ever have Milano's? Is that a, they don't have that here, do they? They're, like, a brand of cookies. They're fucking amazing. If anyone is listening from America, you know what I'm talking about, like, double stuff Milano's. Um, and my mom, same thing. She'd always be like, oh, you could have two. And then, like, we'd go to bed and then I'd sneak out of my room and I'd grab two more. Really? Like, I was like, I want more. Because they were just so good and I was just always mm. restricted to having, like, one or two. Yeah. Like, this is my thing as well. Like, I – because I never – I, I, I will never say to Romeo, you are not having – the ice cream because you haven't eaten your dinner and I kind of just want him to go as far as maybe eating too much ice cream so he just learns that like actually that didn't feel that good so I probably won't do that again and I fully believe that that is the case like if you or I were to just eat ice cream all day we're not going to want it the next day so I want him to be able to explore what foods feel good for his body and what don't yeah Yeah, 100% I think it's so different now I had on my list um not to make this episode us slating our parents um but like one of the things that like was ingrained in me uh from when I was younger and I think my mom used to say it like jokingly but like it really stuck with me for such a long time was that like you shouldn't drink your calories unless they give you a buzz like that was literally her like motto of like there's no point in drinking your calories unless you're gonna get tipsy it's so funny because like knowing your mom I know she would never have meant like that to be any detriment to your health or like relationship with she thought it was funny just like it's such a such a like her like yeah it's like to say it's something that like moms have like on a sign like next to the one that says wine o'clock or like yeah like 
like literally funny but like I like do remember like living my life like that like it was just like oh well it's not worth having calories in drinks like save it mm-hmm. or other yeah. things and, like that was something that like I used to like live by and obviously so now I don't yeah yeah I feel like a lot of like I do hear that a lot like oh don't drink your calories but I'm like yeah. sometimes like you know a smoothie is quite calorific depending on how you make it and what you put in it but that's really nutritious like that's quite good for you (laughs) yeah or even like coffee like we always used to have it with like sweeteners because they were zero calories um and like we never put milk in it like anything it was just like just yeah sweeteners or even like um like I love soda I really do um and it was always like opting for the diet version even though like I very much prefer the taste of Mm. a normal one like I love ginger ale and I really don't like diet ginger ale but like I used to drink so much diet ginger ale because I thought like well why would I drink my calories where it's like just enjoy it like yeah now now I see things so differently um but I remember yeah that was like one that we would live by or like mom wouldn't like keep orange juice in that like we never had juice in the house we were not a juice family um and if we did the only thing that I remember having at home was like pink lemonade like the crystal light packets because they oh were like oh my god my lemonade. nana used to get us pink lemonade that From- was like a treat for us <laughs> so so good and like that was like yeah no juice because it all had like whatever but yeah Mm -hmm. that was like the one thing that it took me a while to like get over and I thought that was like me but I genuinely again like thought that was me being healthy do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean like avoiding those things was like the healthier option yeah I always like I guess I say recently but probably just before I got just before we did our masters actually so I would have been 24 um and I truly I was like I found the key I was like everything made with maple syrup is way healthier (laughs) oh my god that was a big I remember like that era was very much like baking with maple syrup era I'm so brought into it you know I actually bake a lot with maple syrup because I genuinely love the taste yeah like more so than honey um so do I I don't overly like honey yeah um but I actually really love baking with brown sugar as well I feel like it gives a real like golden extra flavor zest with brown sugar love brown sugar but I'd always be like brown like can't make with actual sugar it has to be like the syrup because that's so much healthier (laughs) what about like coconut sugar remember that um I I did I didn't really because that was that's expensive as well (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I I wouldn't even know because I've never even like I'm not a baker so I never even like yeah, 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 used it. but I do remember like that era of like if you were gonna make something it was like crazy brownies with maple syrup and coconut sugar and like just like god forbid I, we ever used any real ingredients yeah and I remember like some people would actually go as far as being like oh sugar-free brownies and they'd literally be made with like coconut sugar or maple syrup maple syrup <laughs> Yeah, I remember that a lot. I think the biggest one for me, which like Mark always brings up actually, is the eggs. I knew you were, I literally knew you were going to say that. Because that was actually something where like the research changed in our like, in our education. Like from when I started my dietetics degree, I was 18. And I feel like Mark's never let let that go either. He's always held you to that. Like, yeah. (laughs) He, like, won't trust anything I say when it comes to nutrition because one time when we were 20 years old, like, literally (laughs) 
almost 10 years ago, I told him to avoid eating the yolks. Um, but I remember also telling him because he would have like eggs um, and he would have like four or five at a time. And I remember saying do half eggs and half egg whites, which like if you're having like four or five eggs, it's yeah. just a lot of food. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I rem- I have very distinct memories of like making like egg or ordering out or anything like egg white omelets. Um, and like – Again, we we didn't know back then. Like we thought the food, the cholesterol in your food translated mm. to the cholesterol in your body, and now we know that's really not the case. And actually, yolk holds most of the nutrients, um, and they taste delicious. Um, for sure. But for so long, we avoided them, um, and that was like it wasn't like a diet thing. It was more like a public health thing. But like that was one thing that I like. I was an egg white girl every day growing up god forbid That's there was so a yolk um really? yeah it just god. like thought it was full, like we we knew it was full of fat and it was just like i remember sometimes my mom would have like one egg white one real egg she loves a runny yolk um and it was like a real indulgence for her on like a sunday Gosh. which is how many so egg yolks have been wasted in this world just because people believe they weren't good for you Totally, which is such a shame because they really hold all the nutrients. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that was like the big one growing up was, or the mm-hmm. big, the one that like sticks in my head. Uh, the things that we thought were healthy were just like stick to the whites. Yeah, <laughs> I went through like a huge stage in my my early twenties where I like was like I can eat as much as I want as long as it's healthy. I just can't eat anything that's not healthy. So, like, even with, like, chocolate made with maple syrup or coconut sugar, I can be like, that's healthy, so I can eat loads of that. But, like, I always used to say this to clients, like, you'd be much more satisfied having the chocolate bar that you want, and then you wouldn't feel the need to just have so much of it to chase that satisfaction. So it kind of, like, weighs out the same anyway. Yeah. I was eating, like, way more of the chocolate that I thought was healthier because I was like, well, that doesn't actually fill me up that much, so I'm going to have more. Whereas, like, if I just had, like, my favorite chocolate bar, that would have been so much more satisfying. A hundred percent. I totally, like, 100 percent. I feel like um, one of the things that I, like, noticed is every time I go back to America, oh, my God, first of all, this is the thing we used to do in America, in New York, scooped out bagels. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Scoop, scooping out, like, the bread part. Yes. So now I do it because you can hold more stuff in the bagel. Oh, like interesting. Can, okay. But I always do it and then I like keep, if I make them at home, like I'll just like keep the middle and then like dip it in cream cheese. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when we were younger, it was always like a scooped out bagel. Like you couldn't, God forbid, you had a whole bagel. Like you would wow. have to you would go to the bagel store and you would ask for it scooped out. Um, and I like every Sunday mom and I would go get, we'd share a holy bagel scooped out with like low fat cream cheese and smoked salmon, whatever it was. It was uh, like, it was always scooped out. Um, and we all did that growing up because we thought like, oh, it's healthier when in reality it's like, it's the satisfaction factor. And now if I do that, it's purely because it's just easier to eat if you have Mm. like an entire egg omelet in there with cheese (laughs) fit more in there I know that's gonna fall out (laughs) yeah um but if I have a bagel at home not out um 
I, I'll save the inside and then eat it. Um, but when I go back to America, like the things that I crave are like the things that are quite like growing up, I viewed as like indulgent foods that I didn't really allow myself to have that often. So like pizza, bagels, Carvel ice cream, like those are like the very New York American things that like, and I remember they were always kind of just like foods that New Yorkers were like obsessed with. And now when I go back, sometimes I go back and I don't eat them at all. That's so interesting. I I remember like such a huge moment for me um, and like a real sign that like my relationship with food was finally healing was when like I went out for pizza with my family and just enjoyed it. Because I just used to think pizza was so bad for you. That was like the ultimate like indulgent, like forbidden food. Whereas like it's literally just bread with some tomato cheese and, and it tastes so good and it's uh, i actually think it's a really well-balanced meal like i can i would never <laughs> ever hand on heart go out for pizza now and be like oh this is a bit naughty i'd literally be like i'm eating a balanced meal <laughs> totally totally i used to we used to blot our pizza with a napkin yes I remember. and you'd see everyone in the movies doing it as well to remove the excess oil <laughs> like why why and we were just like, oh, no, we had to do that. Like, we thought that was, like, I don't even know. Like, that was just, like, now and if I see anyone do that, I find that, like, so triggering. Yeah. Like, no, I know. I can imagine. That. Yeah, Ugh. just eat it as is. Yes. And, yeah, so, like, I will go home and, like, I'll always get pizza. But, like, sometimes I don't crave the bagels. Sometimes I don't crave the ice cream. Whereas, like, I think, like, when I first started going home, it was, like, have to have it. And now yeah. I just, like, feel like I'm satisfied in – my food all the time really that I feel like if I want it great if it's there better but like mm-hmm. I'm not seeking it out like I used to like to fill this like void of deprivation yeah um, for sure which is just interesting I'm trying to think what else um, did you ever um like buy into the whole superfoods are superfoods and you've got to be healthy I mean you've got to have them to be healthy no I really don't think I did um my dad went through a phase of like really really healthy when we were younger um he's always been really conscious of his health um he's always had systemic issues so like he went through like a phase where he was like super healthy like drinking noni juice and aloe vera juice and whatever and he used to drive me to school and we used to go to get smoothies on the way to school for like breakfast and I get like my berry one whatever and dad would get like his whatever and just add all of the shit into it like the the boost the protein the superfoods literally and then what he would do is order a shot of wheatgrass and they literally used to have this like patch of grass above the whatever they would like cut it and then put it into a juicer and he would like take a shot and he was like it tastes like i made out with a lawnmower and i'm like why are you doing that and he was like i don't know I someone said it was healthy and it was just like I'll do that to improve my health so I don't think I did but I have very like distinct memories of him doing that Mm. one of the things that annoys me the most like still to this day is that I used to fill up like a big bottle of water with like a shitload of lemon squeezed into it and I'd let it like soak overnight so like just have like lemon wedges in it so it'd be so lemony in the morning then I'd drink it first thing and I'm just like the like what that was doing to my teeth like literally kills 
<laughs> the annoying thing is that I love that. Like I love lemon water and I, I like it kills me to have to actually not drink it because of my enamel. Whereas yeah, like same. hot water with like a lemon wedge and honey yes. is like my I would favorite love that thing. As well. I know, but honestly, like I could like I feel like my teeth are quite damaged from like the my history of my eating disorder as well. So like I just can't do anything else. <laughs> yeah sometimes I still do it and I like know it's really naughty but it's like not naughty from like a health like it's it's just because it's genuinely not good for your enamel so like 100% yeah but it almost like feels restrictive if I don't do it because sometimes I really love it so I'm like oh it's okay balance moderation yeah get the straw out (laughs) I just can't do hot liquids in straws I I like even drink coffee through a straw I don't know how do you do it through a metal straw I have the metal straws, but they have um like a silicon cap on. Cap. on the, okay. Yeah. And that makes it easier to drink hot out of? Yeah, because like the metal's not boiling because it's like covered kind of thing. Got it. Okay. Maybe I need to get those. Um, I would, dr- I should drink coffee out of a straw because I drink so much coffee and my teeth like have definitely turned to colors over the years and I definitely need mm-hmm. to get them like professionally whitened eventually um but I just something about the straw and the hot it just doesn't mix but I should do that um but yeah no I never drank lemon water because I thought it was like detoxing I just like genuinely love the taste of it mm-hmm. um I'm trying to think if I did oh I used to do like I was only allowed to have a quarter of an avocado <laughs> Like, I remember, like, that was really? my plan. And I remember it being, like, super liberating when I was like, I'm going to have the whole half. <laughs> All right. Do you know what? Like, there are moments where, like, I remember, because I love white chocolate. I love white chocolate. And I only ever used to let myself have, like, 70% plus because, like, that was healthier. Um, but I remember one night, and I was actually, oh, my God, I'm going to sound like such a loser. But I was, like, when Ash and I were doing, I say, long distance, he was in Manchester. I was down here. And he'd leave like every Sunday night. And I remember eating a whole like 100 gram bar of white chocolate. So I just was like, I'm a little so bit upset. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to comfort myself with white chocolate. But I remember that was the first time I'd like done something like that and just been okay with it. I was like, I actually really enjoyed that whole chocolate bar. And I li- I'm, I'm so fine with eating it. And that was like such yeah. a liberating moment for me. Yeah, that's so like, I'm sure that like you look back on that. And, like, it's actually quite a pivotal, pivotal yeah. moment. I was yeah. like, proud of myself for doing it. Yeah, you, as you should be. That is like a massive step. I was never a chocolate. Like, I'm just so no, funny. Which I can never, I can never sit and have a whole bar of chocolate. It just would make me like even the thought of it makes me feel quite ill. Like, but my sister's the same. But she'd so happily eat like, like literally like a family bag of crisps. She would. Yeah. I would never do that. Like, I'd feel ill doing that, eating like a whole big bag of crisps. Whereas, like, she could easily do that. I could do a whole bag of pretzels. I could do a whole pint of ice cream easily. Oh, no, I couldn't do that. I'd feel really sick doing that. But I, I weirdly could do, like, a whole point, pint of, like, vanilla. Not not something that had, like, all the stuff in it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, plain vanilla ice cream, easy. But, like, the idea of, like, a whole bar of white chocolate would actually make me feel ill, which is just so, like, everyone's different, right? Like, for some reason, like, I could literally eat a whole box of chocolates and I would just feel so happy about it. That's so wild. Like, it wouldn't make me feel sick. I'd actually feel so satisfied doing it. You'd be so energized. You're like, that's great. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I'm literally like, I, that was just great. 
if I did it every day like obviously oh of course like but when I feel like doing it I give myself full permission to just like buy a box of chocolates and eat the whole thing Uh, yeah as you should definitely that's how I feel like when I like I'm in the supermarket and I just like pass a coke in the wall or like a pepsi and it's like I just give myself full permission to have them but like to me like I love them but I don't have them all the time because they're not healthy they have like yeah literally no nutritional benefits whatsoever (laughs) so I don't do it often but when I do have that craving I'm like hell yeah like can't wait and then I like yeah savor it like enjoy it mindfully drink it um and I love it I do it every now and then I love it do you know what I really remember is when we went to Whole Foods together once on our lunch break and I like I don't know if you had just discovered it like you would you bought a kombucha and I think you were like you were like have you never had this before like it's a really good like gut health drink um like it's just so good for you and then I was like okay like I need to make myself like this and I actually genuinely love it now like I'm like kind of addicted to it I would happily drink them every single day they're just quite pricey but yeah, I just remember I, you being like putting this drink on like a pedestal. A pedestal. Like, so good for you. I was right when we were in uni, I was in my big like gut health era. I remember you were reading that book as well. And you were actually like, they said you had to go 12 hours between like eating. And I remember you were like fully doing it. I, yeah, like I, um, right even before we did our masters I was on a big gut health journey let's say I never had any gut issues literally I've never had any gut issues I just found the research like really compelling and it was like right around the time of it was like 2000 and like maybe it was 2015 when I started like reading into the research and it was just emerging like the gut brain access and how it's all connected and Mm -hmm. I was like so obsessed I wrote my dissertation on gut health as well um and yeah that's like just when kombucha came out and I you know I was just like good for your gut and I would jump on it like whatever was good for your gut like that was it but now I actually like can't actually stomach too much kombucha which is so weird because I like it it doesn't really like me um so I could have like half a can which is really nice and I love the taste um but if I have too much I actually get like a really bad stomach ache which is so Mm. weird I know I drank it um I actually weirdly in my second trimester I couldn't drink it because it would just make me quite ill I think because I I could only drink fizzy water when I was pregnant as well because water made me feel quite sick so I kind of craved that fizziness yeah and I just like drank way much way too much kombucha one day and it made me really ill so I just had to be really careful with it when I was pregnant yeah I imagine it can give you like heartburn as well or like repeat on you or something like yeah yeah. strong um but yeah I remember like jumping into the gut thing I was taking probiotic I didn't even like back then we didn't even like know the different strains or anything like that or how much to be taking it was just like I was like oh I'll just I'll get one and like now I don't I don't take a probiotic now like I like to think that I eat well enough or eat a diverse enough diet that um I'm feeding my gut with, I don't I don't have any digestive issues that I would need it. Maybe if I was taking an antibiotic or something like mm-hmm. that, I would think about it. But um, I don't know. I personally don't take one. Um, but yeah, I was like jumping on that train. And yeah, I don't know. 
yeah, just eager to like learn. It was like from just like an interest perspective, but I guess now we know more research and stuff than we did back then. Yeah, definitely. It's funny, this isn't like me thinking I'm healthy or anything, but I now, I don't know if you know this, I now drink coffee first thing in the morning for my breakfast. You know, I was always like a coffee cup after, yeah, or a cup of coffee after my breakfast is always first thing now, because like that's how much I love it. Welcome to the club. (laughs) And I actually think it's better for me to wait and have it after breakfast. I just want it so badly before. I mean, like there is... A little bit of research. I don't know how evidence based this is, but they do say when you wake up, your cortisol levels could be like slightly raised, and that actually uh, yeah, you should yeah. wait and to allow your body's natural circadian rhythm to kick in and wake yourself up. And then at like 10, depending on what time you wake up, it might be earlier mm-hmm. for you because you get up quite early, um, then have the coffee. And I totally understand the rationale, like logically. I don't actually know. I feel like there's so much like um, variability between people that like, how do you predict that? Um, But to me, it's just like, it's part of my morning routine. I think you just have to do what feels good for you. Like I have listened to recent research that says we should wait around 90 minutes after we wake up to have our cup of coffee. And I think I do do that because I wake up between half five and six most days and then I won't have coffee till about eight. Got it. So yeah I think like that is better for me I I actually do feel myself more jittery if I have it earlier than that and I think like you said because like maybe my cortisol's raised and I've done my workout and stuff so I am quite awake and buzzed anyway so I probably don't need to be like caffeinating that soon it's just like ingrained in me that's the first thing I do get up and I pour a cup of coffee like and that's been my reality since I was, I was like gonna say I almost feel like that's like a culture it is for you like uh, <laughs> it is um a hundred percent um like cup of coffee first thing in the morning um and now it's like I make my coffee I sit down on the couch I will do my morning routine which looks different kind of every day but like some sort Mm -hmm. of like either it's like a quick five minute meditation or I just journal or I do my Welsh or I do you write stuff down oh my god (laughs) we were having dinner last night um me Ash, Sophie, and Mark. And <laughs> Mark was like saying, like, yeah, Barry, she does her morning stuff. You know, she like she has her coffee and then she writes down things. And I was like, I <laughs> journal. Journal. He's like, you know, you He's write like, yeah, whatever. Notebook. You <laughs> you just write. <laughs> She's like writing things down. <laughs> what did you think I'm writing? I would love to know. He's like, you just get up and you write. Like I'm like a poet or something. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like I have like, a like working on your novel. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I I do have the coffee in the morning. W- did you ever think about like the fasted workout stuff? Was that ever something that you can like did? Um, do you know what? It's so weird because pre. Um, pregnancy I would never ever ever do a workout before my breakfast I just had it in my head maybe it was like from like my eating disorder days but I just for me that was triggering I I couldn't do a workout on like an empty stomach because it I'd like I don't know I was just like my body would feel shaky like it would trigger me so and then when um, I had Romeo and I just wasn't I had no time for exercise 
it started to work out that the only slot I'd have would be like 6.30 in the morning when Ash could have him before work. And I would just do literally like a 10, 15 minute workout. And I just started to thrive. And I was like, this feels so good. So I think like my mentality changed and obviously like my circumstances changed. And now I would, I almost don't want to do it later in the day. I'm like, if I miss the window for it first thing in the morning, I'm just like, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. Cause like, I just feel so good doing it first thing in the morning. Yeah. So yeah. I actually always do do a fasted workout now, but not for any other reason than it really helps set me up mentally for the day. Yeah, no, to be honest, I do as well. I usually don't eat breakfast till like 10. Uh, it's change, just when I, yeah. when I naturally get hungry. Um, and if I work out before like work, um, I'll have a coffee before. Um, but I will, I usually don't eat unless I wake up like starving, which is like really rare. Then I'll mm-hmm. have like a piece of fruit or like a kind bar or something like that. But like I normally don't. Um, but yeah, not because of any reason of like, oh, it'll turn to fat oxidation. No, over, I don't yeah. believe in. I don't, I don't believe in that either. I, tr- I really, really don't. Yeah, it just, it just happens. But it's, it just happens naturally, not for any other reason, like you said. Yeah. Did you ever go through a phase of like, um, like supplements you did, didn't you? Like thinking you had to take all the oh supplements. Oh my God. Honestly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I feel like I actually need to find a picture or that my sister took a video of me with all my supplements. And I feel like we should like post it on the Forking Wellness page because there were so many. <laughs> I was taking everything, everything. And I would, the more... And I would just do more and more research on it. And I obviously wasn't doing the research properly because it was all like pro supplements. And honestly, I was taking like acai pills, um, <laughs> C- CLAs. Um, What's CLAs? Um, they, they're, it's more so like athletes that use them. They're supposed to, they're literally like liquid pills that um, are supposed to like break down fat quicker. I've never even heard of that. Have you not? What's it say? Something. What does CLA stand for? I completely forgot. CLA supplements. Um, What does it? That's the first thing that comes up. Athletic greens. Oh, here we go. Uh, I can't even read that word. Conjugulated lyalinic acid. I don't know. Um, but they literally, they literally are supposed to, like, I'd pop them, like, whenever I was eating my main meal, and they're supposed to, like, break down the fats and carbs much quicker. Oh, um, so okay. I was, yeah, so I was taking those, and I would, like, oh, because I was taking so many, I couldn't possibly take them all at the same time, so, like, at every single meal, I was, like, alternating between all these different supplements. Jesus. <laughs> when I honestly, I, I, this was when the, when I was in America, how old would I have been? 20... When did you stop it? I stopped it when the last time I came back from America. So I was 24 and I just met Ash. And I was literally like, how am I going to keep up with taking all these supplements when like, I'm back home, like living life again and working and studying and like I have a boyfriend. Um, and I literally... I couldn't possibly LA. take these supplements no, with a boyfriend. Felt, I know, it's so <laughs> weird, but it just like, it felt like a full-time job because I was so focused on it. <laughs> and I was like, he's going to think I'm really weird. But um, I literally came back from America and just went cold turkey. I just stopped taking them all. And it That's, was fine. Because yeah, yeah. they weren't really doing much. <laughs> yeah, I know. Honestly, I wish I could remember everything I was taking. It was I was taking B12, CLAs, 
acai tablets. Um, I think I was taking omega-3s, vitamin C. I took a lot of vitamin C. I think I was even popping a multivitamin on top of all of this. It was, honestly, it was insane. You just just kept getting so carried away. You just had the most expensive way because you were just not absorbing anything and just weighing it all out. It was just like luminous. (laughs) That's that's how I feel about Athletic Greens. Um, I have this debate with people at work because they love it. Really? Yeah. And I want to try it. I think it's it's for you. Go for it. I just think, personally, I just think like it. If you eat a well balanced diet, it's just so much money for things that you don't need. Like it's, and they market it really cleverly. They market it as like your health insurance, like an insurance on your. Mm -hmm. Like, Like, why would you not take it? Yeah, there's just so much nutrition in it. Like, even if you're healthy, why would you not? Why not have a backup? Yeah, Yeah. have a backup plan. And it like it's clever marketing because you're like, oh, why wouldn't I? But -hmm. then when you actually look at it, it's like stuff that you're probably getting from food anyways. It's a hundred pounds a month. Oh, so expensive. Get your bloods taken if you're concerned about a deficiency, and find out what you're actually deficient in, and then supplement those individual vitamins or search out foods that have more of those nutrients but you don't need a hundred pounds a month because like you might not need any of that or if you do benefit from some of the stuff like you could buy it individually for 10 pounds i was gonna say i'd actually recommend a supplement over those athletic greens because they're all like powder versions of different vegetables and there's actually quite a lot of research to say that the the powder version that gets added to these superfoods or whatever the bioavailability is nothing. But it's weird because they, they market it as more bioavailable than regular vitamins. I mean, what what testing has been done to prove that? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe it is more bioavailable than the way that they synthesize maybe vitamins. They, I was going to say, maybe the they've food. had some breakthrough and yeah. Well, yeah, what I'm saying is if you eat the food, obviously that's more bioavailable, but I don't know how supplement companies make supplements if it's not the powder food, like how they're synthesizing those vitamins in the lab or whatever mm. they're doing. I have no idea. I don't – not a vitamin connoisseur. But <laughs> I <laughs> – shock. A vitamin connoisseur. <laughs> just not. Um, but I I just like – they're just so expensive. They're 100 pounds a month. Like – I just don't think that's everyone's like, it's not within everyone's budget. So to be like, oh, you need this like health insurance, like take it. It's just like, well, that's actually false. And it's actually really like can cause some people, you know, stress and anxiety from their financial situation. Be like, well, I can't afford to take my one stop health insurance green juice shake, whatever. And I'm just on their website. It says 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source nutrients in one convenient daily serving. You, you're actually at risk of oh, like toxicity. Yeah. If, if you you've just got a well-balanced diet and then you're taking that on top of it, you yeah. are at risk of having too much of something. Exactly, exactly. Um, especially like what are soluble vitamins? We don't store them. So actually mm-hmm. when your body doesn't have use for it anymore, you will just pee it out. 
um, like vitamin C, for example, people like overdose on vitamin C. And actually, like, there's not any really good research about like immunity and vitamin C, actually, like, it's not very Mm -hmm. conclusive. Um, It's not incredibly robust. Um, And you just pee it out. And that's why it's like all these crazy colors. Like literally. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel quite strongly about athletic greens because I feel as though it's like, it sounds great on paper, but like when you critically analyze what it is and the purpose it serves, it's like, you could just do it for so much cheaper and personalize it. And it's like, if you are someone who is deficient or needs an extra boost of something, you shouldn't have to pay a hundred pound a month to balance out your you know nutrient intake or whatever you know I don't know why you're deficient it could be genetic or it could be because you're not you're lacking things in your diet but that shouldn't be costing you a hundred pound a month to try and you know enhance your well-being (laughs) totally 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 like I really agree you but you kind of want to try it I just to see like I'm always interested in these things like I am I am that sucker even now knowing what I know if I see, I don't know, a new brand that's like really healthy protein bar or whatever it is, I always like, I'm interested in what's in there. Like, I want to see the label. I want to see like what it can do for you. And the thing is, like, it might do something for me and it might do nothing for you. But yeah. I'm just so interested because I'm like, how have you got yourselves on the shelves? Like, why is everyone so obsessed with you? Is it literally that you're like gold standard Nothing. marketing? Or is it that like there is something here? Do you know what I mean? think most of the time it is marketing like yeah I I look at athletic greens like as a marketer I look at them and I look at their Mm. brand and I think it's amazing and I really admire what they've the community that they have created the big brand endorsed like the big name endorsers that they've gotten for I was gonna say they've actually targeted like very um well respected people in the industry and all those like big people who are reading ads on their podcast, like they're not just reading ads, like they have equity in that company. Like they would say they're being paid so much money. Totally. Of course, like there's very few people who are gonna turn down a great big paycheck just to mention their brand. Of course totally. they're gonna do it. And that's how they grew so quickly, is that they had a lot of celeb endorsements because they gave shares away to them. So it's like, well, this is how much we're growing. This is how much we're going to be worth. Like, we'll give you a piece of it. You market it. And then it's like, well, they have a vested interest in seeing it succeed because they're not just getting a monthly paycheck, but they're seeing the longevity of what 20 years that company could go IPO. You can get a very big payout. And so like, it's a very great strategy. Like I hope to emulate that and get big people into well easy um, for equity for the same reason, because it's an amazing strategy when you get people on board, but like they're doing it because they have like a financial interest beyond like just telling you that they like the product. So just, yeah, for sure. I know, because like you see those really big science-led podcasts talking about it. You're like, well, they talk about it. It must be fantastic. Literally, yeah. Also, did you ever think um, that like collagen was really necessary to include? Um, There was a point when it first came out that I was re- my mom's really into it. Mm-hmm. And that one, I actually feel like 
if you feel like you're benefiting from it like I I know there's no solid research in terms of like skin health I so wish there was because like wouldn't that be amazing um but there is some research behind it supporting joint health which I think it's it's not going to be doing too much harm well that's the thing it's like the collagen you can't target where it goes in your body so like saying it's for gut health versus saying it's for joint health versus saying it's for like skin like you don't know where it's going to go your body's going to distribute those like that protein wherever it needs it where it feels Um, yeah yeah, but but like it can't hurt like that's not something that's gonna harm you and actually there is like a small body of evidence talking about joints and inflammation and your gut Mm -hmm. lining um and even appearance of fine line but again like it's so different on the individual yeah I was gonna say I think the the skin health and the fine lines is actually quite anecdotal yeah yeah but like I I really like bone broth recently. Um, it's something like, I don't know, I've just been, I got it because because I can get it cheap at work, <laughs> like completely honest, which allows me to like try loads of things. And I yeah, love yeah. chicken soup. And in the winter, like I drink a lot of tea and stuff, but like I just love chicken broth. Like I always have. And I literally just make it, make like a big thing in the afternoon and just like salt pepper dill sometimes a bit of put a bit of turmeric in it and I just sip it all afternoon so cozy and comforting and I just like love the taste am I doing it because it's loaded in collagen no but like it's nice that it's there if it does anything great if it doesn't I don't care I'm not like banking on it or yeah yeah but um yeah my mom's very into her collagen uh I love I actually really enjoy the vital proteins creamers I've never had they, that. They just add a little more like substance and creaminess to like my matcha latte or smoothie or whatever I'm yeah, making. And it's not it's not hurting. No, but like and it's like it tastes good and if it's doing a little bit of something behind the scenes for me, then great. <laughs> totally. But like we're not here claiming it's gonna like cure no, all your ailments. Sure. No, like if I didn't like the taste of it, there's no way I'd be including it. Like Yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like that I've covered a lot. I've really revealed a lot of secrets here. I know. Um, I feel like we've covered quite a lot of stuff. It's just funny how, like, even as, like, nutrition professionals, we can still admit to just going through these, like, phases as well. And I'm sure, like, we'll look back on the years that we're in now and being like, oh, God, you were in your mushroom era. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. And I, I love taking my chocolate mushroom. Like, I don't know why. I just like doing it. Um, yeah. And I don't taste it. I feel like it's it's high in antioxidants. There's research to support that. And I just put it in my coffee and it's just like, that's it. Like, yeah. I'm not claiming it to, like, solve all my problems. But it's just like. I, yeah. It's also kind of good to just, like, trial stuff, though. Like, um, like if Romeo probiotics, um, like baby ones. Yeah, and with it, there was like a three for two deal, so I got myself some probiotics as well. And I, again, like you, like I, I don't really have gut issues, but I'm just like it can't harm. I'm just gonna see, like I'm just gonna get them, and I'll probably just do like a month's worth, and then I, I won't keep it up. But you know, let me know. <laughs> let me know if you notice any differences. Like, yeah, it is interesting. Um, and there's certain strains that help with different things. Exactly. But 
just before we go, do you take what supplements do you currently take? Um, so because I'm still breastfeeding, I do take BioCult. It's like a probiotic in a pregnancy supplement. I'm obviously not pregnant, but it's like supported me throughout breastfeeding. Um, Got it. Because that's passed I on. Actually, like, immunity and stuff is passed on to him. Exactly. And I don't take it religiously anymore because he's not breastfeeding that much compared to what he was. Um, but I'm definitely open to like, I'm I'm not anti-supplements at all. I think yeah. if you can find one that works for you, then you should definitely do that. Um, but I am, I am interested in supplements and I just think you have to just be so careful. And if you can go to a health professional and, you know, go to your GP, you don't even have to pay, you know, and doing these silly, like, I've literally seen like health professionals who obviously aren't as professional as us be like, <laughs> oh, like cut, cut a strand of your hair off and send it onto out to a lab. And then they'll tell you like what vitamins you need. And I'm like, that's not a thing. Like go to your GP find out what you're deficient in and then, and then you can determine what that's an awful need. way and I'm pretty sure the hair analysis really only works for zinc and if it does it's like an awful statistical measure like a proxy measure um but like I I remember learning about that it's like that's something that you could do but like why would you do it just go get a blood test yeah, um and, exactly and it's free yeah and I've asked my GP recently actually maybe last year uh for a blood test just to test everything because I haven't had my blood taken in ages and everything came back fine I take a vitamin d which I need a new vitamin d because I keep choking on mine because it's not um what's it called like coated oh yeah oh yeah it's quite like sticky kind of yeah and it always gets stuck in my throat I don't know why I bought this whatever brand because it was probably on sale and I just like (laughs) refuse to just like not take it because it's there and i yeah yeah um and i i choke on it all the time but is it just vitamin d you're taking it's the vitamin d with the k3 um i yeah that that is all i'm taking at the moment i used to take fish oil um and to be honest i just ran out and stopped taking it like omegas um and yeah, that's all. I don't, I'm not a big personal supplement person because I never like there was nothing ever that I was told that I needed to take. Yeah, um, I am conscious. Like I, I literally add flaxseed to my breakfast every single day because I do eat oily fish, but not that consistently at the moment. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm always conscious of what those like key nutrients are that we should be having. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like you, like I had bloods done actually just because oh, I was low in iron in my third trimester. Very common. Um, so I had to take, so common. Um, so I had to take iron tablets. Um, but yeah, since then everything's been fine. Yeah, interesting. I mean, I should I should probably reorder an omega um, supplement. I do eat loads of oily fish, but like it's just one of those things that our body can't produce. Um, yeah. So it's just like some weeks I might eat fish once a week, some might be two, some might be none. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those like inconsistent things that's probably um, can't hurt to take an omega-3. Um, yeah, definitely. Should, should rethink that. <laughs> Mace, does uh, Mark take omega-3? Yeah, he does. He does. Um, um, Ash like used to take it, but then once it like popped in his throat and he tasted it and like since then he won't take it. And I'm like, you I really do. need your omega-3. I mean, like, I get it, though. That's fucking disgusting. Like, that's yeah, awful. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, no, Mark's really good with his vitamins. He takes vitamin D. He takes an omega-3. 
Um, he used to take a multivitamin, but he doesn't anymore. I think he might take one other thing, but I forget. Um, Ashley's just started taking vitamin D. He was like complaining that he kept getting colds and ill. And I was like, take your vitamin D and it'll help your immunity. He was like, okay. <laughs> what Does he take a pill or the spray? A pill. I think I'm going to get the spray. I'm really bad at taking pills. Yeah, like I just yeah. choke. Oh, spray. Do they do, um, and I'm just thinking into the future, this has like been on my mind, I'm awful at taking pills and every time that I'm not planning on getting pregnant, but everyone's always like, prenatal vitamins are massive. Like, mm-hmm. You can get spray they, ones. They have spray ones? Yeah. That's fantastic news because like mm-hmm. I choke on my allergy pill that I have to take every yeah, day. Yeah, my, one of my really good friends, she can't, she cannot take pills, like yeah. she cannot take pills, but yeah, she, she has the spray ones fantastic i love see i'm glad medicine is evolving and hopefully yeah. when i give birth i'll have something to get the baby out of there easier evolving <laughs> makes me laugh. like i remember when i was actually really heavily pregnant with romeo and i was like saying how i just wanted him to come out and be passed to me like covered in everything like a really raw moment and you were like i want my baby cleaned up i <laughs> I wanted the epidural, like, didn't want to feel a thing, like. <laughs> I'm just going to faint. I'm a fainter. So, like, I just don't even think they're going to be able to keep me awake. Like, I genuinely I just, really like. I really think you'll surprise yourself. I think so, too. I think, like, your body is programmed to do this. And. Oh, yeah. Instinct and be... kind of kicks in. You have no other yeah. option. But, like, I the always used to be thought like... of it. Yeah. I, I always used to be, like, how. I, I would sometimes be sitting on the sofa and be, like this baby needs to come out of me. Like, how? How am I going to do that without going into full-on panic? And it's it's weird because you just do it. Like, your body takes over from your mind and it it does just do it. It's weird. Yeah. It's very primal in a way. Like, your body just, like, knows what it needs to do. Um, But, yeah, like, the sight of blood. Like, just being in a hospital, like, I get so queasy. Just, like, I just genuinely just, like, feel like they're gonna have to like I don't know I'm just gonna faint once I get there I could actually like I'm just picturing you going through the door in labor just like oh my god literally literally like so just lie I'm just gonna sit right here I'm just gonna sit just right like the here. sight of the hospital being like oh too much <laughs> genuinely um so we'll see we'll see how it goes but that's great that they have the spray um and i hope you guys enjoyed us taking a walk down memory lane into all of the crazy stuff that we've tried or told ourselves was healthy um and in 10 years i'm sure we could have the same conversation about what we're doing now (laughs) definitely definitely and we'll see you guys next week for our last episode of the season yes and i'm excited for that episode as well it'll be a really nice uh, like strong one to end on i completely agree um and yeah well we'll leave you with that teaser and we will see you guys next week bye